Hello everyone and welcome to a bonus edition of the Men in Tights podcast. Yeah, like I said on the last one, if any news broke out between the time I finished recording and when I uploaded it to go live for you all to listen, that I would just cover it on the next podcast. And here I am on bonus episode number 48.5. Remember to subscribe to the Men in Tights podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Radio Public Breaker, or YouTube. And make sure you follow me on Twitter at IamVazitude for all future podcast information. And what am I going to be talking about on this bonus episode? Uh, well, you know, in case the thumbnail and the music in the intro didn't give it away, I'm going to be talking about the big news coming out of WWE as first reported by Sports Illustrated <clears throat> and then later on confirmed by the WWE. Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff. They will be running as executive directors for Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live. Uh, reading from WWE.com specifically, it reads, WWE has named Paul Heyman as executive director of Monday Night Raw and Eric Bischoff as executive director of SmackDown Live. Newly created positions reporting directly to WWE Chairman and CEO Vince McMahon. In their executive roles, Heyman and Bischoff will oversee the creative development of WWE's flagship programming and ensure integration across all platforms and lines of business. The creation of these roles further establishes WWE's ability to continuously reinvent its global brand while providing two distinct creative processes for its flagship shows. With more than 30 years of experience in the sports entertainment industry, Heyman served as president of ECW from 1993 to 2001, securing pay-per-view distribution for the company as well as national cable television deal with TNN. After his time with ECW, Heyman joined WWE's creative team and is widely credited with helping launch the careers of many current and former WWE superstars. Bischoff is a former WCW president and New York Times bestselling author. During his WCW career, Bischoff oversaw the signing of some of the biggest names in sports entertainment and helped create and develop the NWO storyline. He was also instrumental in securing a television deal for WCW Monday Nitro on TNT, WCW Thunder on TBS. After WCW, Bischoff co-founded Bischoff Hervey Entertainment, a production company that launched TV reality shows and mobile games. Now, of course, the wrestling world uh, has gone insane over this news all over social media, with many people proclaiming, as you see the title of this episode, The Alliance Has Won. Uh, which, you know, if you don't rem remember the Alliance storyline of 2001, you're better off not remembering. <clears throat> but, yeah, the heads of WCW and ECW are now going to be running the shows for WWE. It's just such an interesting situation, to say the least. I mean, yeah, we have the guy that ran Monday Nitro and, and Thursday Night Thunder, and then later on Wednesday Night Thunder, and tried who again tried to put WWE out of business, went head to head with Monday Night Raw, uh, and did come very close to shutting down the doors of WWE. Uh, and then Paul Heyman, the man who reinvented pro wrestling with the hardcore revolution of ECW in the 1990s, yeah, they'll both be running. Uh, they'll. They're basically running the show. 
Um, now, for, with everyone knows that Paul Heyman, he's one of the greatest geniuses in professional wrestling and sports entertainment. Has a creative mind. You know, he has the nickname the Mad Scientist for a reason. Because he's, you know, if you lived through the 90s and saw a lot of what he did with ECW, I did. And I loved it. It's, you know, or you can also go to the WWE Network and check out some of the old ECW stuff. I mean, I know it won't be exactly the same as it was when it was on in the 90s because they had to read up a lot of the music that was used because WCW, no, sorry, not WCW, ECW, the music that they had on the original programming was, well, regular music that, you know, you can get from, like, old record stores, you know. Kissy Saisons might not know so much about record stores. Everything is on iTunes now, or Spotify, <laughs> like this podcast. Um, but, yeah, uh, those of us who lived through the Monday Night Wars and the Attitude Era and the Hardcore Revolution and the NWO Revolution... Remember how exciting that time was in professional wrestling, and yeah, so many fans have begged for that time period to come back, and many are looking at this new development uh, with Bischoff and Heyman as a step in that direction, and I can definitely see that. However, I don't think it's going to be exactly like what they're thinking it's going to be. It's not going to miraculously become TV 14 Attitude Era again. It's going to be a process, because remember, they still have to answer to Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon still has final say, and until the day he dies, he's pretty, it's pretty much how it's going to go. Uh, but I foresee this as being a very, very good thing, because again, Paul Heyman was a creative genius when he was the head of ECW. The downfall of ECW was its financial troubles. And WCW, with Eric Bischoff running the show... For all, for, for all his creative faults, he also was a creative genius as well. Because he created the hit, the industry-changing NWO storyline uh, with Hall, Nash, and Hulk Hogan. Of course, it blew up into something that, you know, I'm sure in retrospect he wishes it didn't blow up into. But his, that creation of the NWO revolutionized the wrestling industry. And then also the Cruiserweight division uh, in WCW was also revolutionized pro wrestling as well. Because, you know, most American wrestling fans at that time, mainstream wrestling fans who had only known what we saw with WCW and WWF at the time, and were not aware of the AAA and the CMLL uh, and the New Japan and All Japan uh, high-flying Lucha Libre style of wrestling, you know, being introduced to that, through the Cruiserweight wrestlers that were featured on ECW and WCW during that time period. So again, they both, Bischoff and Heyman, creatively changed the industry and caused Vince McMahon to change his ways, and that's how we got the Attitude Era. Um, and if you want to hear what I thought about the Attitude Era, go back in the archives and check out my episode from earlier this year. I believe it was from the first week of January. I can't remember exactly what the date is on it, but yeah, it was back in January. <clears throat> but like I said, I'm this is I'm a, this is a very optimistic development and hopeful development for a lot of old school wrestling fans like myself. Um, with Heyman running the basically running the creative for Raw and Bischoff running SmackDown, this can mean a lot of things. 
one of the things that it means for hope that we're hopeful for is the wild card rule that we've all agreed is bullshit anyway well that they will be able to undo it because if they're both going to be running the shows in their own individual unique ways then the wild card rule basically doesn't make sense because you know because if, if they're not especially if they're not able to communicate the creative ideas for each show like Hammond doing one thing on Raw, Bischoff doing one thing for SmackDown. It's you know you can't you can't really have a wild card wild card rule with that. You know that with them being in charge of the separate shows individually like that, they would have to basically just reinstate the brand split. You know as a brand split that they are s separate, completely separate. That you know. Raw superstars are only on Raw. SmackDown superstars only on SmackDown, except for the women's tag team titles. Uh, you know, unless they plan on unifying all the other championships, then with them in charge again, with one on Raw, one with SmackDown, it would make no sense to continue the wild card rule as it's going right now. And besides, it's the same five or six people every week anyway, so it's a, it's a bullshit rule. You know, and like Roman Reigns, he's supposed to be a SmackDown superstar, but he hasn't been on SmackDown in a month. So what the fuck is the point of all that, you know? <sighs> but again, like and with the way, with the with the news of this coming out, with again Heyman running Raw, Bischoff running SmackDown, a lot of fans were wondering how come Triple H didn't get that job of being the executive director of these shows. <laughs> Which, yeah, I understand because you know he's the everyone loves Triple H as the head of. NXT and 205 Live, NXT UK, but that's exactly, that's exactly the point. He's already running 205 Live, NXT, and NXT UK. He's already running three shows, three rosters, as well as handling other business ventures as the COO of WWE, you know, and also training and, you know, getting ready to do, you know, matches here and there for some of, the, some of these uh, overseas shows that they've been doing, you know, he already has enough on his plate, you know. Running, yeah, running the, yeah, NXT, NXT UK, two hundred five live, uh, being the COO, uh, being part of the international relations and, uh, uh, running the performance center as well, you know. Because even though Matt Bloom and Scott Taylor are run, are the trainers, head trainers over there, and all that, uh, he Triple H is the boss of the performance center. Sorry, I keep feel like I keep spitting into the microphone. Um, <clears throat> and, like, yeah, I know most fans thought Triple H should be the one to get that. And, yeah, I understand that, but at the same time, like, all of this is going to be his one day anyway. You know, we, we already know that that's where this is heading, when, where either Vince McMahon eventually steps down, if he does, or the day he dies, Triple H is going gonna, is gonna to step up and run the whole damn show. He's going to run WWE. We already know that, uh, but for right now, you know he's good running NXT, NXT UK, and 205 Live, and he already ha and he already has his buddies that help him with NXT. With you know Shawn Michaels and Road Dog is a uh, creative, one of the heads of creative for NXT now. You know he already he has enough on his plate worrying about those three rosters and those three shows. You know, piling on the creative for Raw and SmackDown might be too much for him. I don't know for sure because Triple H, he's kind of a he's a madman when it comes to this thing. So who the hell knows, you know, if he'd be able to run five different rosters 
and fi and run the creative of five different shows. Hey, for all I know, if Triple H was running everything, it would it would be much better. He if Triple H was running all five shows and rosters, he might be able to run it as smoothly as as ever. But since this is just brand new news with Bischoff and Heyman for breaking out just this week, I believe it broke broke out on Thursday. Uh, cause I, I read the news about about this while while I was editing episode forty eight of the, of the of this podcast. Uh, I was right in the middle of finishing the edit, so I can get it posted last last night. I'm recording this Friday evening uh, to upload on Saturday. <laughs> uh, and I saw that, and I just thought, oh shit! If I had waited an extra day, I could have add, added that to that podcast. But that's fine. Here I am talking about it right now. But like. The, only, the other things that I feel are good having Heyman and Bischoff in charge of the shows now is that certain stars, especially those that have been come, that have come up from NXT and have, you know, basically you know been buried and they floundered on the main roster, that through their direction, that they'll be able to shine now. They'll be able to shine better. Like like on Raw, that maybe EC3 will be able to be EC3 again with the direction of, of Paul Heyman. And like that, like maybe, <clears throat> like that maybe with Bischoff in charge of SmackDown, that maybe like Shinsuke Nakamura will be able to shine better and shine more. And maybe that maybe his pending feud with Finn Balor for the Intercontinental title will have the proper spotlight it deserves. And that maybe the tag team divisions on both shows will actually mean something again. Um, because both men, again, while they both have their flaws, nobody's denying that, you know, they both created some of the greatest things to ever happen in professional wrestling and sports entertainment. You know, like when, and then, like, even though Bischoff didn't really have any creative input when he came to WWE back in 2002, he was one of the best things to happen to Monday Night Raw during that time. He was, even now, all these years later, he's still the best Raw general manager that they had. <laughs> And I know a lot of a lot of others who would agree with me on that. Now, in the long run, I I hope that this was this was going to benefit of the overall creative process of main roster WWE. Uh, and from my understanding, they said we're going to see changes as early as this coming Monday on Raw, and I am hopeful that that will be true because. You know, while Raw and SmackDown were good this week, you know, and then even Stomping Grounds was a surprisingly much better pay-per-view than we all thought it would be, uh, they still were not at the level that we would prefer that they be. Um, and just hopefully, like, you know, with the championships, they'll be able to mean something again. Like, both tag titles will hopefully be able to mean something, and then both women's titles will be able to mean something, and we'll finally, hopefully, get new challengers for both belts, because as much as I love Lacey Evans and Alexa Bliss, kind of tired of them being in that position, because, uh, you know, we've seen Lacey Evans and Becky Lynch going at it for three months now, and they're going to have that tag match at Extreme Rules. And then Bliss and Bailey, we've seen them going at it for about two months at this point. 
And I'm I'm ready to see both of them have different challenges. Like I'm ready to see Sonya Deville go after Bailey for the women's title. I'm ready to see <clears throat> um Dana Brooke on Raw going after the Raw women's title against Becky Lynch. Just something different. And Bischoff and Heyman will bring us something different. And especially with Heyman running Raw, Bray Wyatt is part of Raw. I'm curious to see what that relationship, creative relationship, can present to us great WWE fans. And, well, that's going to do it on this short last-minute bonus podcast for you guys. I <clears throat> hope you all enjoyed hearing me rant on for these last 15 or so minutes on this particular subject. And if you didn't, just thanks for tuning in anyway. You know, I say that every week. So, yeah. And like I said on the last one, I don't have a particular topic set for next week, but I do have my Spider-Man Far From Home review that'll be coming, I believe, Wednesday. So I'm going to be seeing the movie on Tuesday. I'll record my review later that evening and then have it up for you guys to listen to on Wednesday, so I hope you'll check that one out. And I'm also debating on if it should be a spoiler review. Well, we'll see. And again, don't forget to subscribe to the Manitides Podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Castbox, Radio Public, Breaker, or YouTube. Follow me on Twitter at IamFossitu for all podcast updates. Or if you just want to chit chat with me, I'm always good for that. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Fossitu and to enjoy some of the pictures and memes that I post on there sometimes. Uh, and also feel free to support the Menatites podcast by donating on Patreon. And remember, if you become a patron of the podcast, you can submit any suggestions of topics for future podcasts along with your donations. And no topic is off limits. So feel free to send me anything you want. And if you donate, you'll be contributing to the overall improvement of this podcast, such as better recording equipment, uh, so that I can provide superior quality audio for you guys, because sometimes the audio on here is not the best. I can it ha I can it happily admit that sometimes the audio is shit on these. Uh, and then also you can contribute to me, hopefully eventually, interviewing people on this podcast as well. And just improve, contribute to better to better content provided on here. So as I said on the last one, you know if you want if you want to hear any of that on the podcast, make a contribution to my little hall of justice. Yeah, the that's my nickname for my my makeshift recording studio. So the link for that will be in the description. And as always, thank you all so much for tuning in and for subscribing. Again, I love each and every single one of you who do. I truly and genuinely do. And I hope you all have a lovely rest of your weekend and a lovely uh, week coming up. Fourth of July is coming up on Thursday. Hope everyone celebrating will enjoy that. Um, and again, this has been the Men Tides Podcast. I am Julian, and I will see you all next time. Bye.